Nigga, we gotta start the podcast. Oh my god, I'm trying to. You Bro, you like, do this every no, single time. No, no, don't no, no, even no, 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 try to put that on me. I hate that. Oh my god, let's start the podcast. What did you slip up in my tub, girl? It's just that when I drink, sometimes I get a little crazy. Hey, to wet your whistle, Marcus. Can I get a red pill? Oh, it's my night. I know it's gonna be good. Come and feel me. Because he would disrespect me every other time, so I don't understand why this day is any different. <laughs> <laughs> the bonnet for me. I do not disrespect black women in any way. I support all black women. And Damn, is it? Is it you supposed to be lying on on Jesus Day like this? First, on this God made day. It's, a, it's not Sunday, so I got all week to to get every day. Is <laughs> God made, you know, every day spiritually. Should be inclined, you know, should be in tune, moralistically right. You gonna sing your song or not? Yeah, I am, cause they wanna see me do my dance in these thousand dollar pants. Don't disrespect me and my man. That's all. You got to nerve. You got nerve singing that song. I was about to get into that. Damn, hold on, chops on your ass. That's the only part I really know. I really had to look that up. Bam, bam. I just want to point out that one half of the Why Night podcast does not support any type of colorism comments or disrespect. Okay. I learned that song before I found out that he don't like dark-skinned Black people. Like, bro, <laughs> even though he is Oh, a- that is news to me. Oh, my God. Say no more. <laughs> yes, a, a per- what is his name? Sada Baby? Sada? Something. Sada, yeah. Sada Baby. Yeah, apparently he, um, he had some old tweets resurfaced where he is talking about um, gay people and also is this I, some Florida shit? I, you know, it's ain't he from like Detroit or he from Florida? Is he even? Because ain't that a Miami like type of song? Like it, you feel like it? It do like, but I ain't gonna hold you. That shit is, as the kids say, it slaps. So <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't help it. Like the little beat come on and be like, like that's the only thing that gets me up for the gym in the morning currently. So just have to act like just like white people ignore, you know, racist Trump. I can ignore you know the fact that homie. Um he got a little bit of issues, not a whole lot, just a little bit of issues. All right. Welcome back, winers. It is the Wine Night Podcast. I hope everybody is doing well. You are staying black, staying melanated in these dark times, which it's is hard when the sun won't come out. That's what I'm saying. Like dark times meaning the fall, the winter for us who have to endure. Today I pulled out the Shirley and I felt luxurious. Listen, no, let me tell you something. Apparently in New York, it's supposed to snow on Friday. So I, I hope- I was informed today at work and I almost said a lot of bad things in front of my supervisor I shouldn't have said. So I caught myself. <laughs> a lot going Cause a whole bunch of bills. I was like, where the fuck I'm gonna get snow ties from? Where I'm gonna get salt from? Where I don't have no snow shoes. I was like, all types of money was getting spent in my head. And, and let y'all know right now, I ain't got it. So <laughs> I was stressed. I mean, just use the Mike White man's credit. I feel like that'd be fine. Like, we're just going to go and use. I just paid off a, a credit card bill that took me a year. So I'm, I'm, I'm chilling on that. I'm chilling on playing them. Facts, I ain't going to hold you. I spent, I spent a, some time paying my TV off. I said, oh, y'all not going to charge me interest? Yeah, we both. <laughs> It's going to get paid off. It's going to be a surprise to us both now. Oh, my financing, boy, I'll be there to the last day. <laughs> Listen, we already jumping into stuff. We have a guest. And so I think 
we should introduce her, right? People probably her all this time. But I mean, I don't even know where to start because you know, you <laughs> get a little emotional and worked up. But this is my girl. She is a director, she is a photographer and a digital content creator. I don't even, first of all, <laughs> I had to look up what that was because I was like, first, like, what do you mean, like, digital? Like, you're going to just upload it and then it's that. I was like, what that means and what it entails. But I want to introduce um, Jaleesa Montague to our wine. Show. Yeah. And, you know, applause here like that. You know. One day we'll actually have an audience like somewhere where you will actually hear Most people can still be wearing masks so you won't hear shit. But hey. Exactly. Why yeah. are you doing this right now? Listen, I just, I'm, I'm getting comfortable with the fact that like I probably may never go outside without a mask again, but hey. No, okay, shut up. Let me finish my introduction, okay? I just wanted to say that I'm very excited, Julissa, to have you on this episode. You have been a friend of mine for I don't even know how many years. We're not going to get into how we met because it's a wild-ass story, but if y'all want to be in me now, I will tell every single person the story over and over again. However, um, like I mentioned, you do all these amazing things, and I just wanted to say thank you for coming on our show with us to talk about the things that you do and what you get into. I'm going to allow you to speak at some point, but I'm I know. <laughs> I know. I'm excited to be here. Squad. Squad, 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 gang, 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 gang. Yes. You know how long yes. I've been waiting to pop on here? But I'm like, patience is virtue. You mm. feel me? Timing is everything. But now, um, what do I do? I do a lot. I do a lot and it's changing every day. So like Nia said, I'm a director of photography. I'm a digital content creator. Um, I have my own business, LM Studios. So I'm in the, I'm in the midst of creating a um, production company. Let's just say that Ava DuVernay is my goal. Like what she does is what I'm trying to do and then some in my own way. Um, other than that, my main form of work, I work with Impact Strategies and Angela Rye. She is a political commentator, attorney, um, truth bringer, Madam Clapback, that's <laughs> big homie, sister, all that. So I work with her. Um, I'm also an intern advisor and I am the lead um, graphic designer and digital content creator for her team. So Jaleesa does a lot. And sometimes I shift roles or pivot roles, all depending on the day. But yeah, I'm here. I do things. Listen, when you start, you do a few things throughout the day. You do a few things. Yeah, I'm just saying when she gets big, because she will, right? And this production company like skyrockets off the ground. Just remember that I can type 150 words in one minute. You <laughs> <laughs> like is just the way that you like. Um, and if you're not a coffee bitch, excuse my bitches. You know we got teas out here. We got kombucha. I love the tea. Orange yeah. juice. Anything yes. that you need. You can find you some courage. You can find you any whatever you need. Like yes, <laughs> uh. <laughs> whatever you might need. Whatever you need, you just let you just let me know. Now my starting mm. salary is a hundred thousand dollars. However, <laughs> we can negotiate. What if we start you at eighty, then make our way up? You know what? Based off of what I'm making now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I need to pack my bags, okay. Woo! Well, 
Um, Lisa, I know that you talked about, um, you know, doing work for specifically for Angela Rye. And so that is more of like the political realm, right? Um, which is another reason why we wanted to talk to you specifically because the elections are coming up. Um, and who else to ask with somebody who's literally in the midst of like putting content together specifically for Miss Angela Rye, who works in that area. So I don't know if you want to talk about kind of how you got into that. Um, like what made you excited to stay in this area and work on it? And I don't know, anything else you might think is important to shamelessly plug in there? Yeah, man. Um, it's really interesting because when I moved down here, um, I was just in the midst of looking for a job and it was just not working out. Like within my industry, nothing was popping up in the South. And my cousin, she shared the flyer from Angela's page. Like I knew of Angela, like I knew she's on CNN. I knew she does did this, but I didn't like, keep up with her Instagram as much to see like I wasn't even keeping up with the internet as much to really see that she put out a flyer so she shared the flyer and was like hey Joe you want to um intern and do graphic design mind you graphic design does not come first for me photography and directing comes first in videography so I'm like I can get into it it's fine it's fine it's fine so I applied and I got it so last year I interned for Angela Rye and I started from an intern and I became an intern administrator where I was able to like over, well, let's say be the bridge between the executive team. So the firm itself and then the other interns just channeling information like that. And I had more of a leadership role. So all of this happened within a year. So at the end of last year, going into the pandemic, I was like, I really don't want to leave this internship at all. Like, I love it over here. We're doing social justice. We're doing um, um, community upliftment. I'm learning so much in the political um, space. And I'm like, nah, I love it here. Mommy, don't pick me up. I don't want to leave, but <laughs> I need to go chase the coin. So I was doing an um, internship. So I'm like, all right, something is going to work itself out. I met Ange in Atlanta and I'm like, and I saw her and I felt her spirit for the first time. I'm like, nah, like I need to work with her at some point. I don't know how that's going to look, but it needs to happen. So fast forward going into the pandemic, I told myself, I'm going to buy a ticket and go to Los Angeles. And between the end of December going into like February, March, I'm going to be applying to jobs in LA. And if I land a job over there, I'm going to stay there. Mind you, I even know a pandemic was coming. Mm. So I got my ticket. Um, I came back from Jamaica. I went to um, DC to do um, my centennial um, celebration. Came back up. I'm like, nah, I have to go to LA. Like, I'm not finding nobody, nobody's job on the East Coast. Like, what is going on? So I'm applying to all these places. I have no bread. I got fired from my job down here. No, I didn't get fired. I quit because protection abuse. I quit and I was running on like, right, I only had like a hundred dollars in my pocket and I'm like, dang, like I really got to go to LA. Like my spirit is telling me like, you got to go. So I applied to all these different jobs and I was, you know, hitting up the tribe. Like, can y'all just send me like $15 so I can add it to my ticket? Like I know once I'm there, I always find something to do. And I did, I found some like short gigs to do to like, replenish my pocket and I got to LA and within that moment like literally day one of me being in LA I applied to even more jobs one of my homegirls she gave me another plug the next day 
before you continue, can you explain, like, wh where were you staying? Like, can you explain to someone like myself who does not do, like, freelance, just go places and pop? Like, I'm a much more, like, practical, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. What is that yeah. like? Yeah. Okay. So when you are genuinely a nice person <laughs> and you have tribes from coast to coast, you have beds and couches to sleep uh, on. I don't stay at BMVs unless I need to. I can't tell you the last time I popped up in somebody's city and was like, oh, I'm going to stay in somebody's BMV. It was like, I'm coming to your city. Can I stay on your couch? No? Okay. I'm coming to the city. Can I stay on your couch? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I have the groceries. Okay, cool. Bye. So luckily, home, my homie Nikita, she lives in LA. So I was like, and she knows that she knows like this is what I've been pushing for for years since undergrad. Like she's like, no problem. I know what you're doing. Pull up. So as soon as I got there, we were talking business. Like, hey, this is a business trip. Like, I really need to find a job out here. Literally the next day, the next day or the day after, my current chief of staff hit me up and was like, Jay. You live in Los Angeles? I'm like, no, why? You know why. Need <laughs> <laughs> me to, I can. <laughs> right. So she's like, you know you applied for something with Ange, right? I'm like, no. Yeah, it was a production assistant thing. And we're like, they asked us, like, do y'all know Jaleesa? I'm like, Jaleesa, Jaleesa? Yeah, we know her. So they called me. Um, and basically, uh, after, like, a few days, they offered me two jobs. One was for production and one was for graphic design. But because the pandemic hit the day she offered me that, the production stuff, I couldn't do that. So I ended up being the lead graphic designer. So I ended up coming, leaving as an intern and coming back with a job. So now I'm in this space with Ange and the rest of the team, Naja and all of them. And I typically, I started out with this mindset that I'm too much of a rebel to, to society to be within the political sphere. And me being surrounded by friends that work within politics and work in the government, they're like, you're exactly what we need because not for nothing, I love people. I'm in a community conscious um, organization. Like I'm for the people always, I'm here for justice always. It's just like, how do I combine my love for the people and being protective of the people and using that in the art form? but also bringing my personality over here because you don't see much of it on the political side. You're always getting these phony people. You're getting people that don't tell it, um, keep it a buck. You don't have people who are being transparent. Ooh. So you need that. So I'm like, all right. And I day by day. Hmm? I wish they would ask me to get on CNN for a half a second. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't last past that half second, baby. <laughs> I would open my mouth and they'd be like, actually, we got to go to commercial. Like, <laughs> right. No, for real. Right. For real. So right. it's like, and just being open here, you have to have like, I have so much humility and I'm also open to learning new things. Like I learn something every day. Like my, my sphere isn't within politics. It's creativity first. Like I can drop creative stuff always, but come into a space where so many people have like political backgrounds and this is what they do for a living and rah, rah, rah. I had an imposter syndrome, but I'm like, why do I feel like an imposter in a space where I belong? Politics affects everybody. Policy affects everybody. So why do I feel like I'm not supposed to be here? You feel me? So day by day, continuously learning. And now I'm in the space where I just came back from LA and 
our team collaborated with another um, community, um, like a community conscious type of team. And we put together a early voting event slash PPE giveaway slash food giveaway slash COVID testing, ballot drop off, all that entertainment, all that so people can get out and vote. So let me tell you something. I have never been so motivated at 2 a.m. in my life. So let me explain for the listeners, right? Because we're real life friends. Like this is not mm-hmm. bullshit. Like <laughs> um and and so I'm in I'm in my bed, very comfy, laid up, you know, sipping my hot cider, living my best life, right? And uh, then a message from the group chat comes in and all I read is like, bitch, as the first one. (laughs) Immediately, I already know that this is either the best tea I'm going to receive all week or something monumental has just happened to my friends. And I don't know what's in the universe. I don't know what's in the air, but all of my friends have been winning like winning, real life. Mm-hmm. I open this text thread and it is Julissa telling me all the people she's rubbing shoulders with out there in LA. And when I say I was so fucking happy, <laughs> so motivated at the same time, like, I don't understand. Like if you don't have friends that don't make you want to get up at 2 a.m. to jump on your computer to work on your own project, I don't, I don't know what you're doing in life. I really don't know what you're doing. I, I just want to say like, I'm very motivated. I hope your story motivates everybody else to just kind of like, mm-hmm fucking do it like it's very scary to start your own thing and it's very scary to put yourself out there especially like you said you didn't have a whole lot and look at where you are now like right like i'm just (laughs) very happy i'm I'm hoping that you have um and not only inspired everybody to get out there and do like their own thing and just be passionate and try no matter what but also get into that political realm because like you said it's for everybody honey we out everybody like tap in like if you know how your hood functions why not get into politics to make sure your hood functions the way it does um richard or somebody who are what is the whitest white name tim tim don't (laughs) know how (laughs) (laughs) like tim don't know what you know Ahmed and Akbar, how they run their bodega and like how the streets need to run and what the community needs, like get into that space. If you know you got, you came out of like some gang mentality, but you have leadership skills, you can get into this space. There's literally a, a, a entertainment, whatever the man is, chief of, of these United States running this country, running this country. He came from entertainment. He's a, he's a, he's like a a real estate tycoon, essentially a business tycoon and he's running the U S do not be afraid of stepping into politics. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to run for mayor. I'm going to run for Congress. I'm going to run for the, you know, do this and that. You can literally be an advocate. You can be an activist, you know, you can run like community drives. You can do all these different things within the political space. You can be um, endorsing people who, are going into politics and be like hey yo put this on your plan if you're trying to get these votes for these people if you love the city that much put this in your plan Mm. make this happen first because when we think about the foundation of cities we got to think about inner cities because that's where the culture is at always and expand from there so yeah man get into it 
there's one thing I just want you to speak on real quick before we get into the rest of the show. You had talked before about how, you know, you said I'm, I'm photography first, I'm, you know, directing first, but then the opportunity that presented to you wasn't that. So um, I, I know how that feels like coming out of undergrad. Like I know what I want to do. And the only thing that was available to me was to go to Kansas, which I remember everybody looking at me like I was crazy, but I was like, this is what I got right now. So just speak to like, what is, speak to the, that feeling of this isn't what I want to do, but I think this is the direction I'm going to go with it. And it ends up going to something beautiful. So mm-hmm. that uncertainty, but I'm wrong with it. Go. what did that feel like? It's so strange because it's always like we think we know what we want and God and the universe be like <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I know we was having church on a Tuesday. <laughs> right. And it's like looking back at all the things that I've been doing since I was younger and all the things that I've been going into is like, okay, when you take away the camera, when you take away the tools, what is your motivation? I love seeing people happy. I love seeing people protected. I love, you know, advocating for people. I love pushing for people. I love speaking up for people. So it's like, even when I have photo shoots with folks, I be having full blown, like, interpersonal conversations with people. And it's like, how did I get here? We be talking about all sorts of things. Even when I'm with y'all, we be going from, let's talk about this coconut oil into if we really build this the way we need to, <laughs> the world will go round. Right. So it's like, I bet. Please don't so, give them the keys. They already think we could they don't, they, they, That's that's a different pod, baby. That's wow, different. don't talk too loud. They listen. <laughs> <laughs> Government had me tapped for the last couple of weeks. I'm trying to stay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, bro. So it's like, okay. Yes, I'm a shooter first because that's what comes to me naturally. But at the end of the day, and just being over here, I'm like serving, being a servant leader mm-hmm. is the main thing. Mm-hmm. And whatever falls into that realm, by all means, whatever tools I have to use on this like social justice and servant leadership path, I'm going to use that. If it's my voice, I'm going to use that. If it's my camera, I'm going to use that. If it's a Maliwa, I'm going to use that. So. I ain't gonna hit nobody. Violence is love is love. Yeah, but right. yeah. <laughs> I told you to fight. It's not a pretty sight. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about that time. Uh, <laughs> well, well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we're gonna jump into like our sh- like the formal, I guess, part of the show. But please like bring all of your perspectives, everything about you into these topics, honey, because that's what we do. That's it. That's all we want. You ready? I think so. Are ready? I'm ready, ready. You know I'm ready. Woo! Here's the grapevine. Oh, and now it's time for We're near beer. <laughs> I always have to like fake play the oh, play the music in my head. <laughs> Cause I'm like, this is where we intro that. Anyway. Um, so welcome, winers, to the grapevine. This is where you'll hear it fresh. In this segment, we, uh, we work to fill your cups to give you the rundown of all the messy shit that's happening in the world. Um, so like always, I'm here to give my biased opinion, and Mikey Barks is here to ignore me. So, And now we also have a guest, so we can like balance that out and <laughs> hopefully actually have good conversations about this. Yo, I can't stand y'all. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. <laughs> so mm-hmm. here we go. So unfortunately, I do have to bring you both 
sad news. Um, our first topic is one of like the more, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Not depressing, but just sad in general, right? But I felt like they were owed this this moment, at least on our on our podcast, um, since we champion Black voices and, and fight for, you know, justice in general. Um, so I do have to report that uh, Walter Wallace, uh, he was a man from Philadelphia. He was shot and killed um, yesterday, which was, well, two days ago for our listeners since this comes out on Wednesday, but he was shot on Monday. He was a man who was suffering um, from mental illness. Uh, it was reported that he had a knife in his hand when the police were called um, and they arrived on the scene. However, they were about 10 feet back. Uh, Wallace's mother was also there and she was asking officers to please like not shoot him. He's just having, you know, an episode or whatever the case may be. He just needs some help. Um, however, they did not uh, take heed to that request and they did shoot and kill him anyway. Um, since his shooting, there have been a lot of protests and riots throughout Philadelphia, and that is still updating since this morning, which would be Tuesday. Um, so I, I personally am saddened by this news because it seems like it's just one more person that we have to add to the list um, of our like fallen Black heroes, because uh, I feel like every Black person is a hero in their own right. Um, but it's fucked up. You know, um, I am happy, though, to see that the city of Philadelphia is not laying down and just taking this, but they are fighting back in their own way. And I'm personally praying for them. And I hope that everybody gets to go home safely. I know that they might not, but um, for all the other Walter uh, Wallaces out there, my prayers are with them and, and their families. So I don't know if y'all wanted to touch on that topic or not. I was just gonna say that um, a common uh, like term we kind of say like in the social justice world, I guess you won't call it, is like talk about people not existing when when they're marginalized. Like we say that like because we don't see queer people, we don't see trans people, we don't see people with um, disabilities in media, they don't exist, right? I never really got what that meant until I was at the YMCA the other day, and they had this program where um, they'll bring like these adults who have these you know disabilities and mental illnesses whatever the case may be and they'll have like a caretaker or someone that brings them to the Y to go swimming with them or do arts and crafts with them and things like that and I realized like man like I don't really know what happens to people with disabilities and mental illnesses after the school age and that goes to the idea of people don't exist after a certain time it's like we don't think about them we don't talk about them we don't acknowledge that they're still here we just kind of put them to the margins of society and it's like it's sad to see that the one time i do see an adult with a disability they're being killed by the police so what does that say if you're someone with a disability this goes this means that i'm either going to disappear after school or i'm going to die but either way i don't exist anymore so mm -hmm. it's, it's 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 sad it's just sad you know yeah Oh, go ahead, Julissa. Um, um, and um, my, I'm happy you brought up the point about um, just like things are out of sight, out of mind after we leave a certain point in our lives. And the conversation comes along when all these um, things with police brutality comes up and we're like, defund the police, abolish the police and all that. And what that looks like is taking money from 
you know, these, you know, policing unions and whatnot and diverting those funds into protecting those with mental health um, issues, those who are in the LGBTQIA communities, um, children, education, um, you know, womb rights, you know, you feel me? And I don't, I don't understand why, like, even the people were sharing the video. I'm like, I'm tired of seeing black men and women getting shot down. Ooh, like, I- I'm literally tired of it. I know it's to spread awareness. And I'm sick and tired of seeing my people get shot down because I always put myself in a place of empathy. Like, that could have been my cousin. That could have been my uncle. I have an uncle who has a form of uh, mental disability. He doesn't have an episode, but he doesn't speak, you know, American English. He still speaks strong, like broken English, like Jamaica and Patois. So there are communication barriers. And if he looks dangerous on the streets and the cop is like, I'm going to shoot him down because he's not, you know, complying with what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I would burn this entire country down to the ground be honest like and I, that's why i say I, I my prayers are out there for everybody who's protesting and for everybody who's rioting too you know i i personally don't feel no type of way about rioting. y'all can burn all this shit down to the ground because we built it we should be able to burn it when we feel like it if you're not listening to us and, and yep. we, we built we built this this joint for free yeah like i don't understand you know, I, I it, it pains me. I don't even watch the videos. And I was going to ask you all, do y'all still watch videos anymore? Like, because it gets to the point, I think it was George Floyd where I, I had to, like, physically, like, stop myself from throwing up. Like, I, I felt, like, in my insides just kind of turning around because I was just so sick. And, like, I after reading the post that his mother's there and she's begging, can you imagine your mother? You know what I mean? I, could, I couldn't. I can't even right now talking about it, visualing some poor old lady just wanting the best for her son her son was 27 like (laughs) for you to watch somebody literally shoot your son down I I I don't know how I would react or what to do and I just hope that the community continues to fight for them in a way that she can't fight right now because she is in I'm sure uh uh, just suffering I don't I don't know (laughs) I don't know what to do or what to say um I think I'm probably going to say, please go vote about 75 times this episode. So if y'all want to hear it, y'all need to go. But this is the reason why we need to vote. So like you said, we can defund the police, put that money into places that matter, like helping people with mental illness. Other people should be showing up to those calls to help them calm down, you know, and get them to a state where they can, you know, communicate what's going on or at least get the help that they need because he should be here. It's Tuesday. He should be you know, on this regular ass Tuesday, not somewhere else. Well, it's a week before the election and you have these bum ass white people, Republicans (laughs) and conservatives over here pushing a Senate hearing so this bum ass woman can become the Supreme Justice. And it's just like 30,000 people died the other day. People are getting shot and y'all trying to push this handmade, mm, I don't like coming for women, but y'all pushing this handmade, y'all want to put her in there so y'all can control these people, so you can put more money in their pockets, y'all, so y'all can run things, so y'all can tickle y'all ego. People are dying. 
there's like literally a veil right here and when you push it through that's all i see is like i see all these white um faces right here she's getting um the herring and whatnot but if somebody pulled away that veil all i can see is blood in the background and people oh, dropping it's yes money like we're at the point where it's like it's not even about Democrats and Republicans. No. It's about what is right and what is wrong. What is wrong? Yes, absolutely. And I'm in the state where one of the um, the senators, Lindsey Graham, I'm in South Carolina, and Jamie Harrison said it too. Like, it's not about Democrats and Republicans. It's not about liber liberals, progressives, and conservatives as right versus wrong, and how y'all moving is wrong like we need to get this man out like he even said the only way a black man can survive in the united states is if he's a conservative let's go back to the good old segregation days yeah he said that out of his face First of and all, i'm literally driving down my block and seeing lindsey graham and trump and pen signs around me like it don't make no sense i feel like we're like a half a day away from a civil war I <laughs> We're always teetering. We're always teetering. Yeah, I, you know, and I think it's going to push it over to the fact where it's like, I don't know how many more people are going to die before we just start to lose our shit for real. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, we were at that point a few months ago and things kind of like calmed down because we have other issues, unfortunately, that we had to worry about. But just like I had that, uh, I was going to talk about the Senate and them confirming Amy, what is it, Coney? Connie? I don't know how. Um, Amy Comey Barrett. Okay. okay. The Supreme Court Monday night, so you know it ain't shit because they waited all night. <laughs> wait yeah. And it was like there was no point of having the vote because it was like forty nine to fifty two. It was only there was only one Republican that said, "Nah, it's clip." <laughs> like this is a dub. It was a white woman. It was like okay, all right. But literally, because the um, Senate is ruled by Republicans, things are gonna go their way. When she ruled the Senate, if you if you run the Senate, you run the courts. Mm -hmm. If you run the Supreme Court, you're winning everything. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be an attack on women's health. This is going to be an attack on um, you know voting rights. This is going to be an attack on the LGBTQIA communities. There's so many things that's just oh, going to be all up in there. Bruh. Exactly. So it's like we got to flip the Senate. We got to vote. Like we got to get out there. Like. Uh, Y'all already know I can't vote. I'm a whole immigrant with a green card. I can't vote. So I'm just pushing people to get into it, like research what you need to research, which I need to get these people out. Yeah, no. They're like, this is a dystopian society. Like, we're living in a dystopia. <laughs> like, this is shit is crazy. Like, I was watching the Hunger Games uh, the other day, and I'm like, yeah, this shit is not too far off at this point. Yeah. I would like to tell everybody again, go early vote. Go vote. Michael, were you able to cast your vote today? Listen, man, I was in that motherfucker front. I've been in 26 years of living. I voted, I'm 26 now, so that's, that's two, two elections I've participated in, right? And you got mm -hmm. your primaries in between that, all that type of shit. Never in all that time waited that long to vote. It, and you know what? It wasn't even me I felt bad about. It broke my heart to see older black men and women standing on canes, orthopedic shoes, waiting in rain, cold weather, to, do, to, to, to exercise their right. Not to, to get a benefit, not to get something extra, not to, whatever the case may be, to exercise their right. And Jaleesa, to what you just described, like you talked about being an immigrant, 
it pisses me off how we, we bring people to this country and we allow them to contribute to the country. We're fine with Mexicans doing our construction. We're fine with Mexicans mowing our lawns and all this shit. But God, God forbid they vote. Mm-hmm. God forbid they vote. Because oh, they know better. Exactly. So it's like it, 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 <laughs> and and you, we talked about the Civil War. It's like and being in that voting place. I feel like I could like cut the tension in the air, like physically cut it, because of the frustration from standing for so long. It's tight. It's small. It's hot. People are getting upset with each. Other. We're all probably on the same side, but we're upset, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got the idea of like. Well, this person next to me, are they Republican? I remember before when seeing a Republican just meant, all right, you vote for Bush, bro, and you just want you just want more money. You just want to support big business. Now, Republican means, oh, you might hate me. Like, truly yeah. hate me. Yeah. And it's like, it, it was, it's, it's different. You got, it's not Democrat or Republican no more. It's not conservative, liberal. It's right and wrong, evil and good. Like, it's, it's, well, I don't know when that became a bad thing. Uh, either way, you know, like, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know when us just being became illegal, right? That's what I thought to myself a few days ago. And yeah. I had to call myself and I was like, well, <laughs> we were never legal to start with. And that's the issue. We're still operating on a system that is hundreds of years behind. So I, I don't know why we thought we could call ourselves leaders of the free world. I don't know who the leaders are and who's free because... <laughs> <laughs> the way these motherfuckers over here acting, I think we got a little bit backwards. Uh, another topic I wanted to throw out there was Mitch McConnell after they um, elected Miss Barrett or Mrs. Barrett. I'm not sure if she's married or not. I don't really care. But um, they adjourned the Senate. And uh, that means that the Senate will not be passing a COVID bill relief for anybody. And they are not coming back until the 9th of November, which is a week after the elections will have ended. Um, we are not sure if we will have, uh, we'll know who the next president is by that time, um, simply because so many people have been, you know, mailing in their votes, early voting, all this other stuff. So we don't know what those numbers look like. And it can take all the way up into December. Shit, damn near January, depending on how many times they want them to recount those votes over and over and over again. So at this point, it's looking for the American people that there will not be um, any type of COVID relief moving forward, which is like, it pains me to know that there are people out here who are not getting unemployment benefits. And on top of that, will not get a COVID relief, even though there are places like France who are providing their citizens with almost a thousand dollars. I think, what $2,000 maybe every other week, every two weeks or a month, something along the line. It, you know, even matter what the fuck it is, could be every, seven days and they're still getting more than the American people have gotten um, in the eight months since this pandemic has, you know, gotten underway. So it's a lot going on, y'all. Uh, but I'm going to switch topics a little bit. We all got a little somber. I can see that Michael's eyes. <laughs> I've been trying not to get in my bag. But this Listen, is- Jaleesa is ready to go back to work. I can see Michael's anger. Like- no. It, I mean, this is like, it's so strange because it's like, this, this, I hear this every day. Mm-hmm. I hear this every second. Like, as soon as I go on my feed, it's like, I see somebody talking about it or someone in our group chat shares something like, hey, this is going on. Hey, this is an update. So I'm trying to get to a point where I'm not being numb about the things, just mm-hmm. being aware, but I'm also human. So it's like, you feel all these things and you can't help but like react the way you need to react, whether it's a um, internal 
reaction where it's like you feel the stress internally or it's outward and you can see my emotions on my face kind of thing but it is what it is it's like what do you do after though i couldn't tell you mm-hmm. vote that's what we do nah. <laughs> we go vote that's what that's what you should do go cast your ballot um i'm gonna switch topics this will probably be the last one for right now since we whew, we're on it um this one should be fun i'm not heard of i'm not sure if y'all heard of the birkin bag uh epidemic we got going on in our community however rapper sweetie sweetie i don't even know how to pronounce her name i'm not sure um basically she was celebrating her birthday and she got on instagram live and you know she was feeling herself you know she was a little you know having fun and she got in there and she said listen up ladies if he ain't paying your bills not just rent but your bills okay and he ain't buying you birkin bags with an s right so that means he ain't getting that shit off of like no aliexpress you know that shit's coming from hermes bags right then he ain't the one for you and you might as well just go on right back to the streets um and apparently like this has caused an uproar with the rich community not for the well the broke ones too which is strange because i'm like why are all the broke people talking about you know birkin bags like we got twenty thousand dollars to spend on a bag i, I don't know but again i don't know why other people want to spend twenty thousand dollars on multiple bags so, you know, excuse me for being ignorant, but that's, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but Michael, would you love to comment? I know you're just itching to. <laughs> you want to pack my bags, it's clearly I'm going back to the streets, because I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't got it. <laughs> but uh, but now nah, it makes me think about, I can't remember if we said this on the show, we were talking this in private. I remember you said that, like, um, you're talking about, I think it was men, you were saying black men, that black men would rather be more like white people than actually get rid of the barriers and actually get rid of racism and stuff like that right uh-huh. and it makes me think like i think when i hear stuff like that it makes me wonder would people i feel like people would rather move up into that upper class than just make a world where all of us can have birkin bags and all of us can have hermes bags and all of us can you know be pay for each other's bills and you know be able to have stimulus release checks and all the type of stuff so I don't know, we, we have this love for elevating and then turn around and stepping on somebody else and, and mm-hmm. adding stuff like that. Like, I hate seeing shit like that. Because I'm sure she was not born into Birkin bags. So why get to that point in your life now and turn around on shit on us? Somebody's going to go home and kill themselves because they saw that. Like, I can't get a Birkin bag. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so now me and my relationship is bullshit because I, I don't yeah, have a relationship. Bullshit. How am I ever going to get her a Birkin bag? Like, you know, it's a lot of pressure on some men to provide. And it's just like, I'm going to feel like shit. Like, I might not kill myself, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fuck around and just break up with you and you'll never know why. It's because I feel like I couldn't get you that ring. Did you you was in your Birkin? You was in the Birkin that you couldn't get? <laughs> <laughs> I can't go ahead Nia because I, I it's just crazy to hear sometimes these conversations and when people are getting upset about like I know I think it was a uh, Floyd Mayweather's daughter I can't remember what her name is but she's like I know Birkin bags and all you bitches don't got real Birkin bags <laughs> they only release so many Birkin bags a year and blah 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 and I'm like Okay, that's nice, but like these are small houses. We could literally buy the house. Yeah, like I'm like, damn, y'all got like that. Can we like start paying for people's like I don't know? What's the bad cost? 
No, the jackass like I think like damn near twenty thousand. I'm not playing. You should, bruh, bruh. That shit is a lot. I it probably won't be twenty thousand dollars, but it's a lot. How much? Let's see. Let's see what Google gives us. I don't know. Oh damn. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> you know, oh shit. No, because it just says. It says that Birkin bags are the most expensive bags in the world, and they range from forty thousand to five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I, people be having tables of them. Like, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And I just what? you got you. Let me tell you something. Hold on. <laughs> you give me one bag. I swear to God, okay. you buy me a Birkin. I'm gonna look at you like you have lost your mind. If are you, you dumb? Four hundred twenty thousand. Whatever the fucking cost is on this bag, and they got Telfar out here, I'm gonna be pissed. You sat there and gave the white man $40,000? All these black startup businesses, and you want this? You. I guess we ended that conversation. <laughs> if that bag ain't rubbing my toes at night, I ain't paying that. <laughs> me like you know how, how i abuse my bags i throw that shit all around my car I, <laughs> that shit costs as much as my car it costs the more thing more. is more than my the baseline costs more than my car <laughs> bruh damn forty thousand dollars rich people really out here just giving the money away that's like five hundred dollars to them that's five hundred dollars well let me hold seventy thousand dollars and just for a loan i'll get it back i'll get it back you never giving it back. You don't got it on. They're gonna make it back in like less than a week. It's fine. I'm giving it back like I'm. I'm gonna pay these. Uh, uh what is it called? Student loans back. <laughs> I ain't paying them things. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> I'm gonna see what. I'm gonna see what Biden working with. Y'all can, you know, relieve some some Negroes' monies and whatnot. By all means, I ain't. I ain't touching that. They keep calling my phone. Uh, financial um service recovery. Bloop. Mm, no, not answering. You're not getting my money. Victoria Beckham has a collection of over a hundred Birkin bags that estimate to be worth twin uh, two million dollars. Victoria Beckham, like the the soccer player's wife. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking money. I don't know. Black people, let me tell you something. Everything is all fun and games on the internet. But please stop spending your money on all this shit that really don't matter at the end of the day because you're still going to be poor and they're not going to respect you to become, I mean, what they consider to be poor. At this point, they have stepped out of your tax bracket and they no longer care about you. Let me, let me be like very, very real. There are not a lot of people who make a lot of money that give a fuck about people who don't make a lot of money. Gucci don't care about you. Who else? Louis Vuitton don't care about you. Birkin damn sure don't care about you if they cost $20,000 to spend a bag. You need to f- figure out who loves you for you and keep it pushing. If she want a Birkin, then she need to go to work. <laughs> like, like that's that's so ridiculous. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know is whoever I end up with. I don't like bags. I like properties. I like, I like, like, I like care. I love, I love trips. Take me on a trip. Put me on a yacht. I love stocks. <laughs> you want to get me a steak and stock? 20,000 worth of steak and a stock? Bruh, give me, give me 50 shares in Apple, yeah? yeah <laughs> like, for real. Please? 
buy my mama a house and then we could talk. We can start talking, you know. That's that that to me, that's real bullshit. Like you wanna I wanna build future wealth generation. I don't wanna give it back to the people who just paid. Mm-hmm. It's like working at a store, they pay you and you to go buy the shit at the store that you work at. Are you done? Stop doing that. Stop doing that. I'm still at 40,000. I'm sorry. <laughs> God, yeah. That's, That's mad bread. But can we think about how much bread that is? That is- and literally, people be like, oh, yeah, I'm getting my Birkin. Your bag costs more than your house. That's crazy. Let's think about it. You spend. I can't eat. Bruh, you no, still I- eating at McDonald's. And your bread, your bread, I can't, that's not my business, it's not my business. Y'all out here, I used to think that some rich people were financially literate, had to be, how do you keep all that money? But y'all can't be financially literate. (laughs) 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 All right, y'all, that's it for the wine night. I'm not set for the wine night, I'm sorry, that's it for the wine night. We gonna move on, Michael, You, you got it, I'm done. I'm sorry for upholding all the time you got it king you got it look well i mean this ain't no better because you know this is the part of the show that everybody skips it's the aftertaste all right stop what you're doing because i'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to hey yo listen to mikey bart not the aftertaste on the wine night podcast <laughs> so in this <laughs> section here as um you've been listening before you know if you have it um, this is the part where I share my unpopular opinion, right? I think this one, though, I don't think it's going to be as unpopular. Um, I think everybody's going to fuck with it. But if you take it personal... Um, then go suck your mother. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I <think> that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I was feeling myself. Go ahead, go ahead. Take it personal, just, you know, see me in the comments. You know what I mean? I promise you I have time for anybody. I promise. But um but not nah, so my um my take for this for this week is the other day I saw um a former former friend on Instagram. I went on this story. For whatever reason I just went on this story and opened it up. And what did I see on that person's head? A Trump hat. Now you <laughs> <laughs> got that one book. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> now, now, why did this bother me? This person is not from this country. This person struggles with speaking English. This person is, I believe they're Dominican, right? I don't have, I do not hate Dominicans. I am just Haitian and I have a feeling about what the Dominican country has done to my country and continues to do, right? But that neither here nor there with this situation. My overall take is I get frustrated when I see Caribbean and Latino people voting for Trump. Because you oh, no. huh? said also all of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> because which debate was it when everybody's up in there speaking on that Spanish, talking to pants, like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to see you, thank you, that and all this type of stuff. And I'm like That was the um the um town hall. The town oh, sorry, the town hall. And it's like how blind can you be mm-hmm. how insensitive can you be how easily tricked can you be mm-hmm. that somebody like these people can can just put the wool over your eyes like that it, and it hurts because it's like it 
yes, you're killing us. You're literally, like, normally before we used to say that, when we used to say that, we were saying it figuratively. We are literally killing babies and we're separating babies from parents. We are killing, like, we are just killing people. We just saw, rest in peace, Walter Wallace. We are literally, not we, they are killing people. And you choose to vote for them because you want the economy to go. The, the economy hasn't even been good the past four years. Like, imagine if I went and I would just say, you know what? If I, let's say I told you this. I said, yo, Julissa, um, give me $20. I'm going to flip this for you. I'm going to give you back 100 right? Give me about two weeks, right? Two weeks goes by. I come back with $5. What you going to do? Nigga, give me, give, find me my 20 Like, what? Give me my money back. Are you dumb? <laughs> so it's not like this is the first time. This is for re-election. And this man went and fucked up everything. And y'all are going to go vote for it again? Y'all going to fall for it again? So it's like, it, it, it pains me when I see us, and more specifically us for me, me, people, people who are not from this country, families not from this country, voting for him because he's actively talking. The man, like Biden said, they're separating babies from parents and they're killing them. He said, good. And y'all are still fine with voting for that man. I, 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 well, what I've noticed with a lot of. Let me say one more thing. If you got a problem with this, please. Find me because I truly want to have a discussion. I need to understand what makes you vote for this person because I don't get it. I, I, I do not get it. And I, no, <laughs> what I was saying was, I, I would have noticed with a lot of people, especially a lot of people of color in like Florida and in those states, right, like Texas, that, are, that vote for him, they're very conservative. And so they like those ideals that they portray down there, right? Like, you know, no abortion, because, you know, we got to save the babies, you know, they're very, uh, what's that word called, respectability politics, like, you need to dress this way to be respected, or you need to act this way, you need to come in legally, all this other stuff, right, so they, they cater to that, and they say, like, you want to make it, you just got to work really hard, you got to strap those bootstraps up, and you got to keep it pushing, and so they think, honestly, that that's the American way, right, like, that you have to go through the mud in order to get to the best, right, and then the other thing that I've noticed is that uh, everybody thinks that they can achieve um, success, fame, money, wealth. Uh, everybody wakes up in this country and says, the place that I am right now is not good enough. I am worth this, right? And so I have to follow X, Y, and Z to get to that. And I think that they have just subscribed to whatever it is that they're saying. A lot of them have, like, have been Republican their whole life. I'm not going to hold you. Um, and we're just now seeing like the effects of all of that and what's happening because there's a man out there or a few people out there lying and saying like, this is the way to get it. This is the way to do it. And it's sad. Like I see some, some places in Florida, they have like, I mean like full blown rallies for Trump. And I'm like, y'all know that he got all y'all people in the cages. Cause it ain't my people in the cages. We did that. Part. It's, <laughs> it's y'all like in there, y'all should be really upset like I, I'm confused why I should be like why I'm mad that there's 500 kids that don't know where their parents are right now y'all should be up here burning the White House down citizenship or not I don't give a fuck you live here you work here you pay taxes you pay more taxes than the president your ass needs to be in there burning shit down <laughs> so that's, that's 700 that's the one right here that's the one right here mm-hmm no 750 sweetie 700 my bad. I had to get them, them, them three, 
you know, digits correct, seven hundred and fifty dollars. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. The thing. <laughs> huh? I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to be disrespectful. I'm going to be black. Okay. Night, honey, you go ahead being disrespectful. Um, We'll bleep you out just in case if we get too wild. <laughs> I ain't going, I'm not going to get too savage with my mouth. But when you get fed lies over years and over time, you start, for one, you start to believe it's true. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Two, when these elites are coming to you and they're using gaslighting, they're using forms of life, fair tactics to get you on their side, you're going to listen to them. Three, you see them doing all these things. I want to be like that. I want to have all that power. You want to go vote for them. Because not for nothing, a lot of the people who support the Trump administration are spineless. Mm. They're ignorant. Mm. They, they have no sense of direction. They might be lacking information because they're getting like funneled with all these lies i.e like black lives matter they're literally there are people within the campaign who pay to put out ads to certain communities to lie about this shit i.e conspiracy yeah like i.e conspiracy theories some conspiracies are quite true but <laughs> some of them is to you know sway folks to come over on these sides so you put all of that in the pot and have it bubbling. You're going to have people who barely speak a spit of English be like, oh, God, Donald Trump, or, oh, gosh, Donald Trump, and da-da-da-da. Right. This man is going to bangs with you. And just because he says, I'm not racist, does not mean that he's not racist. <laughs> like, that don't make no sense to me. He's like, like I'm make not sense. Racist. I'm going to just make you stand in line for 40 hours to vote. I'm not racist, but I'm going to make sure you don't get paid so that you can live with you and your family. I'm not racist, but I'm going to make sure that all Whoa. of you from this virus. I'm not racist, but I'm going to make sure we put this person in Supreme Court so all the shit y'all talking about don't matter. I'm not racist, but I'm going to make sure all y'all die from having trying to have illegal. Bro. I'm like, he dead ass said on the, the national stage, the, not even the, the global stage, and I quote, because every dark-skinned person has faced this. This room is so dark. I can't even tell who's out there, but I'm the, less, I'm the least racist person here. <laughs> I, I, I love the, and he be trying so hard not to say blacks. You feel me? His people be <laughs> like, you, you can't say this, Donald. You can't, you have to be careful. He just I love the black community. The black I've done so much for the black yeah, community. Like <laughs> I, 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 I can't. And if you really sit down right there and look at this man and everything that he does and be like, you support him? Like, really and truthfully, this man is doing something. Oh, he's done so much for the country. What has he done? The only person that's gotten richer under this administration are rich people. Under this pandemic, only rich people. He got richer. He's not paying taxes. He's not even rich. He broke. But his people are getting richer. So I don't know what he's doing. 
Oh, you know he's taking that money. You know that secret bank account that they found. Secret on. bank account in Guadalupe or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading a report um yesterday where they were talking about that bank account and how he had 17 million in that bank account like a few, I want to say a year or so, two years ago or something like that. And then he took out 15 million of it. They were like, what was you doing to get paid for all of that, Trump? Like you are the president. You're making $500,000 a year as the president. So where's $17 million just popping up in this foreign bank account? Can you explain to me why, you know, you won't release these taxes? Because if anybody's out there wondering, y'all know y'all can get audited and still release your taxes, right? Oh. <laughs> well, let me not take over Michael's segment. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm not, that's a good point, Michael, because you, you even got Black folks who's running for to to so support this man is just like it don't make it don't make sense it'd be black women too and black men i'm like are you dumb or are you dumb are you smoking <laughs> yeah have you, have you um you have like friends or, or well, i don't know if you want to call them friends at this point but family or whatever that are on that other side that's like have you had that experience that yes yes my um <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, my oh, my stepdad. Yeah, because for me, it's it's. When I say close to home. I mean very close to home, and it's yeah heartbreaking. Because I, I can't call. I I, I can't call. Like I can't. Like I I can't. Not I, maybe in a couple weeks after, but I don't even know then. But it, it, it's it, I'm, I'm sorry. I asked you a question. I started talking. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, you straight, bro. Because it's like. With everything that was going on, like I would call my house at certain times and my mom would be talking about it and she'd be like, you still support this man? And he'd be like, man, he shouldn't have did that. And But he showed his face and showed who he was from jump. Mm. So it's like, what she thought he was going to do change. Like y'all hated Obama so much and I'm not saying Obama was saving the world or doing all of this. I, I have to cut you off because we're really like what really shifts my wig like no funny shit like just like that quite literally just like just slightly off like you know the lace is supposed to line up here and it's just like what really fucks me up sometimes is that we like make it seem like Obama was I would say Obama Obama was supposed to be Jesus like the next coming of Jesus right like every president that we have ever had in this whole entire you know fucked up country has not been the best right they've done mm -hmm. what they could and they did what they could and obama did what he could as much as he is a black man he is a white man and at the same time he has two countries that he has to run the black mm -hmm. one the white one at uh, three excuse me and everybody else in between to be <laughs> like to mm -hmm. be completely honest with you and for some reason we keep doing this like oh but obama wasn't perfect no he wasn't nobody was perfect stop talking about obama i really don't give a fuck because we don't talk about i don't know whoever them other white dead men are yeah, I, don't, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like, not to say everything that Obama did doesn't matter. That's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is we have to stop comparing it in relationship to Trump. Trump is just shitty in general. Like, okay, so that helps every single person out. We, if you knew how the government ran, you would know that he wasn't able to do it. They shut the whole fucking government down. This whole homie couldn't pass bills and laws. Like, what did you think was gonna happen? I, I don't. I don't understand why we have to bring up Obama to say that Trump is shitty. No, you're racist, you're sexist, and every obia and is in the world, like, just Period. You. That's it. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Like, that's it. Yourself. <sighs> okay. This I don't... Is what I'm, for the I'm, 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 I'm cool for now. 
Well, um, you know, usually we do Black of the Berry for this segment, but because we're running a little long, I'm going to incorporate Black of the Berry a little bit into our wind down. So let's wind down, y'all. Wind down. All right, so what you trying to chat about next? Yo, we should talk about this. I mean, it is time for the wind down. That's cool, but after that, I need some advice. Let's wind down with the Wine Night Podcast. <laughs> okay <laughs> right <laughs> okay so like a smooth glass of your favorite wine at the end of a great today um this is where we wrap, wrap up the episode with the wind down uh where we give our take on situations that or questions that our listeners have submitted to us you can do that uh by dming us or submitting them through uh our gmail um but if our advice goes well for you, then shout us out and be like, huh, you helped me out. Thank you so much. Um, and if it doesn't, nobody told your black ass to take our advice anyway. So, anywho. Well, you blame Nia. That's what I always do. So. Blame Nia at this point. Just because of that response. <laughs> blame Nia. Blame Nia. Yeah. I'm just start blaming Trump and Pence for everything. Like, I'm seeing Pence. I dropped my coffee. No, anyway. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I've, I've gotten some DMs and some DMs have circled around like, uh, you know, some people who think that their vote doesn't matter. It doesn't count. We're just playing, you know, internet games and back and forth with each other. I've gotten some about, you know, some of the celebrities that <laughs> have made their choices very loud and clear recently in telling the black people not to vote. So I wanted to actually just let y'all pick which one would you like to to tackle today, you know? Would you like to talk about how our vote matters, even though we, you know, we've been screaming that for the last, I don't know, hour and some change? Or, you know, we can also talk about celebrities and how they're using their voice and any advice you might want to give our listeners today. Um, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll say uh, use your voice. What you got, mm-hmm. That one? Okay. So just recently um, in the news, and I'm not sure if you all have heard, but um, I was going to say the late and great, but we'll just say uh, Ice Cube <laughs> um, has, uh, I'm going to say he's endorsed Trump because that would technically not be all the way true. However, for the people who don't know, um, he has, or the Trump, let's say, administration has come out and said that Ice Cube has been in conversations with their campaign um, and basically that, you know, he is working with them to create what they call the platinum plan, which would help um, black people, uh, I guess, become more financially literate. I don't know how that's gonna work or what's gonna happen. Um, Ice Cube has come out and defended himself saying, you know, uh, you know, I tried to connect with Biden's campaign. They told me to wait until after the election. However, Trump, you know, and their campaign said like, yeah, we'll do everything you want on this plan, no problem. And so he feels like, you know, we should cast our votes in a way that's the most smart. Um, Others like 50 Cent have also come out after they have heard about the tax plan (laughs) Um, and the alleged for people who are making $400,000 and over would be taxed 60 something percent of their taxes, which is extremely not true. And also for all of you that are making less than $400,000, like shut the fuck up because that doesn't even bother you. Why would you? (laughs) Um, um, But yeah, just celebrities in general recently have been coming out and directly or indirectly um, supporting Trump by 
claiming that we should hold our vote, which in my opinion, no, absolutely not. Um, or that we should work with Trump. Absolutely not. He had four years and he hasn't done anything. Exactly. Um, but let some people out of jail because some white woman said so. Um, I don't I don't know <laughs> how y'all feel about it, but I'd love to hear your takes for, for our listeners. Um, so the part where he said, uh, where you said he tried to talk to Biden's campaign, they said no. Well, not no, but just give us some time. And Trump's campaign was like, you know, right on, you know, we'll do it right now. It reminds me of like when I was in Florida and I was shopping for a car. If either of y'all ever been in Miami, right? When I say you don't, all you need is a pulse and they will give you a car. Don't need a license. I mean, barely need a license. Don't need no credit, nothing. They'll say, you got zero money, zero dollars, you got a pulse, bet, here's a car. They don't, they don't, they're not gonna check, they're not gonna do any of that shit, right? And that's basically what's happening. It's obviously it's a fucked up deal. All three of us know that, right? And that's basically kind of what's happening right here. It's like just because someone offers you something or is willing to work with you doesn't mean it's the direction you should go. Mm-hmm. Especially if you know that these people are evil. I don't mm-hmm. get it. <laughs> what was that? Um, was that SpongeBob when you was like evil? Mermaid <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah. <laughs> evil, like these niggas. <laughs> evil and you over here like yeah they'll work with me like mm-hmm. what and what the man's been lying for three and a half years right what makes you think he's gonna all of a sudden tell you the truth like yeah. you're the one you're the one right? you're special you're the special <laughs> there's always like one special negro in the in some type of tv program or um movie no honestly that's literally what they call them like that that's what they're they're cast as right they're the one who has like they're just special like something about Mm -hmm. them that's just different and they deserve the blah 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 blah. and i don't know maybe if that's what ice cube and them you know feel i understand where ice cube is coming from because his mind is stuck in capitalism right like so obviously to fix the problem with black people is to make sure black people can make money unfortunately that's not necessarily our only issue is that we're um you know, disenfranchised in that area. There's a lot of black people with money. Yeah, and uh, to be completely honest with you, I don't know how I would feel as a black person who gets money from Trump. I would feel like it's blood money. Like, I wouldn't want mm-hmm. something like that. I don't think that it's worth me stepping on another community to get it, because somebody's going to get stepped on for us to get that money. Um, mm-hmm. that, and like you said, the man is just a fucking liar. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just, yeah. it, it's... Oh, oh, I was hearing about this for weeks now. Um, I don't. It's it's just it's just strange and not for nothing. Like I love I love black men, but I don't know. Ever since Mercury been doing Gatorade, black men been pissing me off a lot more. <laughs> and even seeing like folks like yeah, I'm a writing yay and yeah, like I'm a vote for Trump because we gonna get taxed all this money, yeah. On Fifty Cent endorsing Trump and all that, I'm like eighty. Mm. Mm, let me ninety-seven percent of those who follow Ice Cube or Fifty Cent and anybody in that realm is making less than four hundred thousand dollars. That's one. Trump's platinum plan looked like, and verbatim from my boss, it looked like one of them. Um, you know, you know them, um, them cash your check places <laughs> down in the hood. That's what it looked like. You feel me? It looked like that. And I really feel like 
Trump's administration was like, yeah, let's let's get it from the nigger. Let's let's just pull his ideas and put it in our plan because we didn't have anything. Because that's the only way they can round up some votes right now. And Trice, I think this is my third thing. A lot of black men, well, the 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 contract for black people and just the platinum plan in general is constructed for the black man. They don't give three shits about black women. So it's like as much as I love black, I love I love y'all. but it's constructed for black men like and it's like where do black women come in like where does where does that stand and it's just like stuff like that it pisses me off and i'm not here for it and ice cube means well you know he means well you know that's big homie og you know like you know pay respect where respect is due but and for him to be like oh biden wasn't helping him or people in the black community don't speak up and whatnot there's mad black people who push for things like this there's literally bills on the floor (laughs) for things like this like you're not talking to the right people so you crying bloody murder or crying victim you're like you're not trying hard enough and i don't understand why like no funny shit right i don't understand why he thought he was gonna roll up a month before the election and be like i gotta i think we should talk my homie we got stuff to do like the world is on fire right now like i hear you i i hear you but i'm gonna need you to wait just a half a second you know so that we can get our priorities in order not to say black people are not a priority because you know i'll be the first one to tell motherfucker that we are however people are dying from this virus every day people cannot feed their kids because they're not getting any money no stimulus people have are losing jobs like left and right people are getting sick I, I mean, and that's just the pandemic. Can you imagine about everything else that this man has taken out from the Obama administration, put in his own stuff that has been hurting people, hurting people? I hear you, Ice Cube. And economic growth is not the only thing that's going to save us. We got a lot of other problems. And as you see, we got a whole lot of Uncle Toms up there that are, that are doing the white men's business. <laughs> so, like, I don't know why you thought money was going to save us um, because money is not. Um, as we can see, 50 Cent got a whole lot of money and nothing, but Jesus is going to save him. So, <laughs> I don't know what to do. And also, like, to what you said about, um, to what you said, like, I'm sick and tired of hearing that whole black people don't vote, black people don't stand up, black people don't vote. I just stood outside for almost 45 minutes mm-hmm. to vote. And who did I see next to me? Black people. Mm-hmm. I go on my Instagram. Who do I see standing out loud outside on lines to vote? Black people. So help me understand where black people are not voting, <laughs> but black people are online outside to vote. All that shit is propaganda. For the last two elections, black people have showed up and showed out, specifically black people. Because we gave them a reason to finally. We finally gave them a reason to do it. No, no, no. no. That's inaccurate. For the for almost damn near every since we could vote, black people have showed up and showed out historically. Look it up. So anybody who's telling you otherwise obviously has their head up their ass. And I'm sorry, we all have our head up our asses for something, right? This is just your something. Don't make it seem like we not out there. That's why voter suppression is real. And that's why holding your vote, Ice Cube, Diddy, all of y'all who sat there and talked about it, that's why that shit is wrong. Because we have, we've done the work. We're not the problem. 
you know we're not the problem because you know racism and all this others in oppression exists so i don't know why this rhetoric is, keeps getting pushed out there fuck that and fuck them um i i <laughs> i'm getting mad so let me call <laughs> it's, okay. it's from your heart it's okay. all right well um i'm pooped is it biased yeah, I'm tired. I'm, I, yeah, Trump gets me going, man. <laughs> my palms are greasy, you know? Mom, it's, Mom, it's, it's the topic is draining. Shit is draining. It is. Like, it, like you know, we, I, I always like to have, come up with this thing in my head called the emotional cup. Like, and it, it's inside my body. And it's, it's it, when it gets filled, anything else would just make me start crying. And we were talking about Walter Wallace. I could just feel the tears coming. Mm. Like, all this shit is exhausting, but uh, just to kind of wrap this up, and I hope, you know, y'all can speak to this too, is like, I, I used to always say to myself, like, do I do what I love or do I do what helps my people? And I don't have the, the luxury anymore to just, yes, I could do what I love, but I also have to help my people. I have an mm-hmm. obligation to. Um, thankfully, I don't have to get clubbed in my head like John Lewis. I don't have to, hopefully, I don't have to get murdered. Right to make a to make a statement or make a cause or anything like that, but we all have an obligation to do something or some in some way, shape, or form. You know, if your if your occupation is not directly contributing to the social justice reform or whatever the case may be, maybe how you volunteer, maybe through your organization, whatever you may do, even if it's just posting hashtags and shit, something. We don't have that luxury anymore of just. I was about to say stand back and stand by, but not right now. But uh, we don't have that luxury right now <laughs> of of uh, of just of just sitting back. Like we 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 got to do something. So I don't know how y'all feel about that, but we go vote. Just, just go vote. Lisa, <laughs> please tell the people where they can find you and tell them about your business one more time, pretty please. Hey. <laughs> um, Yemen. Yeah, um. <laughs> You can find me on Instagram at L-E-S-S-A-M-O-N-T-Y-Y, Lisa Monty. You can find my business Instagram at LM Studios. You can also find my creative agency, Collective Avant, C-O-L-L-E. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-F-A-V-A-N-T, Collective Avant. Um, I'll be up in the spaces. I love the Instagram. I'm always up in there. Um, I'm a, I'm a photographer, videographer, visionary, director of photography, digital creator. Um, I'll make you look good. I make your mama look good. And I can bust down a consultation for you if you have an idea in your head. We can have a little powwow. But shout outs to the homies, to the tribe for having me here. Um, this is love because my body is what? Five four three two five four three. Yes, yeah, two o'clock over there right now. Two or one o'clock over in LA. You can see it in my eyes. <laughs> but the love comes first. The love comes first. So, so much, I really appreciate y'all for having me in y'all space. And this is y'all baby. This is y'all this y'all gang. This is y'all. You know, it's y'all foundation. So I'm really happy to be here and you know share what I have in here. Well, in please get some rest, please. Punch is recharge in whichever way you recharge, you know, however you may do it, please do that. Um, you gotta take care mm-hmm. of you. Work hard, you know, do you do what you can for the fight, but please take care of yourself too, all right? Come on. <laughs> all right, let me take us out. So if you made it to this point, one of two things has happened. One, you listen to this whole episode and we're thankful for you tuning in. 
Or two, you're not really listening. This is just background noise for you, right? If it's the first, please remember to like, subscribe, and share our content with at least one person you know this week that needs a glass of wine, yeah. a conversation, needs a consultation, needs someone to make their mama look good, whatever the case may be, right? Also, check us out on Instagram at the Wine Night Pod. Um, when we post this, we're going to put, you know, have Jaleesa's information there too. Um, everything spelled out correctly, have to add all that type of shit, everything, right? Uh, you know, like I always say on every episode, like, subscribe, share, all that shit matters to algorithms and getting people out there and supporting your black friends and their businesses. And if it's the second, you wasn't really listening, well, thank you for the stream. But still like, subscribe, share, all that type of shit, all right? Peace and love, y'all. Bye.